We're Gonna Talk About It is produced by Rock What You Got, a social enterprise dedicated to gender equality. Rock What You Got is an anthem, a movement, and a call to action for everyone to feel emboldened to love and accept themselves for who they are. We curate experiences that feature the more than half of the population who identify as female and place them at center stage. Learn more at rockwhatyougotlive.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast by the hosts and their guests are theirs alone and do not necessarily represent the views of Rock What You Got or its sponsors and partners. We're going to talk about it, discusses challenging, controversial, and sensitive topics. Language may not be appropriate for some audiences. We're going to talk about it, about time we talked about it. We set this time aside for you. We're going to talk about it, someone should talk about it. And that's what we are here to do. We'll give it to you straight, because we care, don't hesitate, pull up a chair. Always room for you And we're gonna talk about it We won't shut up about it We're gonna share it all with you Welcome to We're Gonna Talk About It The podcast that unearths topics around being female That are unknown, unspoken, taboo, or just downright perplexing And we talk about it With each other and our fabulous guests who help you navigate them Hey, Carolyn. Oh, hi, Buffy. <laughs> How are you? Are we back? We're back. Guess what time it is? What time is it? It's 2022. No, it's not. It really? is. Oh, I guess it has. It's, this is dropping on January 6th. Yeah? <laughs> yes. All right. We are in it to win it this Yeah, we year. are. 2022 is the year. That's right. And- like us, are you also thinking about your 2022? Carolyn, what's yours? I know what mine is. Well, what I want, I want this to be the year I purchase a home of my own. Oh, okay. I want this to be the year that I start to feel more satisfied in myself and in my work and in my relationships. And I want this year to have happy surprises. But the funny thing is, is none of those are resolutions. No. Because you know why? Why? Resolutions are stupid. They are stupid. What about you, Buffy? What do you want for this year? Well, you know, we've been working really hard to redirect the business, rock what you got, and see where we fit Mm -hmm. in this new world. We have a lot of really interesting things on our path that I hope get us there. I want to provide more opportunities for women to get paid what they deserve, Mm. both those that work for us directly on our projects, but also the women who are part of our entertainment conglomerate, all of these amazingly talented female and female identifying persons who do comedy and theater and music Mm -hmm. in this town and beyond. And I I just want to, to be a beacon that allows women to be who they are and to shed some of the misconceptions about what it is we're trying to do and who we're going to be 
and why are people in our way all the time? And so Ugh. I'm I'm hoping to sort of share those things. I can't unfortunately share anything that's happening really big, but hopefully on a hopefully soon on another one. And yeah, I don't. Oh my gosh, I don't do resolutions anymore. Why either. is that, Buffy? Well, and that's what we're going to talk about on this episode today, right? Yeah. Resolutions, good or bad. Should we, shouldn't we? Yeah. We're going to encourage you to rethink what it means to have a resolution. And maybe that's what I'm saying too, is traditionally one of the things that happens to us is we concentrate those resolutions on how we look, Mm. right? And the things that are other people think we should be working on. Right. And- it creates a lot of pressure, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and that pressure seems to be all or nothing, mm. right? Like if I resolve big one, top one, always the big one, right? I'm going to lose weight this year. And as as a constant and continuous dieter over the course of my plus 50 years, I can tell you it never works. I'm successful for some point of time, mm-hmm. but I've always been super hard on myself. Like I didn't do it good enough. Right. And that pressure just kept overwhelming. And, and so many people within the first couple of weeks already give up on it. Mm-hmm. And so I think my message today is going to be about thinking about the why, mm. why you want what you want. Right. We just got you and I just got done talking about what we want for this year. Understanding the whys behind that can be really empowering. Are we doing it for ourselves? Are we doing it because we think everybody else in the world wants us to do that? Yeah. 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 Or some fictitious other is pressuring us some way. Mm -hmm. The media, our Instagram account, our kids, our family, our doctors. I mean, what is it about the emotionally unavailable person that's never going to love us that keeps making us think that there's a chance? (laughs) That one. I'm not speaking from experience. (laughs) No, I have that moment. It's been a long time. I have a a very, very, very. Those are almost all my moments. Oh my God. But I mean, I think these are really important. And and what we want to share is other ways that you can take a look at what the year looks like. And how you want to make that change mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. yourself. So if it. I were to ask you, Buffy, right now, so J- January 6th, right? First of all, when you woke up on that bright and shiny New Year's Day, did you have any thoughts about, all right, new year, new new what, new anything? <laughs> well, you and I talked about this earlier. There is something very powerful about a reset button. You bet. Right. And, and because this one exists, we all think it is mm-hmm. important. Yeah. I'm going to think about it like that too. And the holidays are kind of that time when we do a lot of reflecting. There's, there's some emotional, you know, toil that happens right. during that time. And we look back a lot like we did at our last episode to see what we have accomplished. That's right. And we start to, maybe we wax nostalgic or maybe we lament the things we lost. COVID really impacted me tremendously these last two years and my business and who I am as a person and what's important to me. 
both negatively and positively, right? I mean, there's keeping my optimistic spirit up during that time was always a big challenge. So yeah, I woke up on that first thinking there's, there's a chance again, I can forget everything that happened before this. It's irrelevant really. And truly, if I didn't like what happened, I can change it. Mm. But I also recognize that I've got to be kind to myself. There are no quick fixes in the world. Right. Every once in a while you get lucky, right? Like luck place, you know, very much (laughs) plays a lot in here. But in the end, there, there are other things that I know for a fact will not change my happiness. Right. Yeah. And I want to concentrate on not spending too much time concentrating on those I think as I do other really, things. I think that's really good. And I think it's important to note too, and we touched on this extremely lightly in our final episode, our wrap-up episode of, of 2021, when we talked just a little bit about the burnout that people are experiencing. We talked a lot about healthcare and, and frontline workers, essential workers, but boy, everybody's getting it, right? I mean, unless you are one of the privileged few who just gets to escape, you know, to an island and not have to worry about everything, burnout's very high for so many people. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that and be like, yeah, you know what, maybe I can just take it easy a couple more days a week. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe those are the resolutions we should encourage everybody here to take self-care self-care so so i want to go back a little bit to the why yeah let's like talk why, about the why so why is it important to me that the work we're doing here is propelling women forward right if i care enough about that and i do because i just think that this is how our world improves when women are running things when women are are seeing economic gains and mm-hmm. and and educational really, gains that's right the, the world is really great and so by concentrating on that instead of you know my own personal weight but i you know i think it's also okay to say i want to live a long time right and i want to be healthy what could i do what what changes could i do and make for my own personal benefit mm-hmm. To make sure that I can live a long time so I can do all this work that I find very rewarding mm-hmm. and fun. And I think it's important to remember too that when we change seems like a very weighted word sometimes. And sometimes long lasting change can be made slowly, baby steps, you know, at a time. It doesn't have to be a whopping massive. Well, maybe that's why these fail all the time. I mean, you resolve to you know, I'm not going to eat carbs anymore. Yeah. Or I'm going to exercise five times a week or, yeah. or I'm going to quit drinking alcohol or whatever your thing is, your vice, instead of saying, you know, back like, Hey, y- you know what you really need is you need to feel joy again. Mm-hmm. And if you used to find joy in long walks in the park and you're not really able to get to that place right now, you don't feel good about it, then how about just make a little baby step for that? Right. But we don't. We sit there and say, well, if I can't lose that 50 pounds by 
you know, the end of March, then I'm nobody. And that's, that's not super helpful. Yeah. FYI, if you're trying to lose 50 pounds between January and March, it will not work and you will probably be dead. You're certainly going to gain it back. That is, that is too much. (laughs) Well, I mean, and and so this is just a little bit of a side note uh, for those people who may or may not be sex and city fans. Um, this is not a spoiler anymore, but you know, Mr. Big died on a Peloton and hilarious (laughs) because he was overworking or or sexually stimulated. I don't really know exactly. Well, but also isn't he, he likes his cocktails. He likes his cigars. He smoked a cigar right before he got on that bike. He's a, he's a 60 plus year old fella. Yep. But I think, you know, the, the key element in all of that is, is really like the pressure to be really great organizations mm. like, or, or I think that what I really want to say is it's the pressure to be young and youthful and skinny oh. and, and fit and fitness in this. I, I even remember when Peloton started getting really, they're probably not going to be a sponsor. <laughs> this podcast, but they started getting really popular right at the beginning of the pandemic, yes. even though it had been around forever. And I was like, wow, this this sounds so familiar, right? Remember Nordic Track back in the day, oh, or sure. or just being, you know, the uh, any of the fitness crazes that sort of come in and swoop in like a storm mm-hmm. and and tell you you're nobody unless you're part right. of their little thing. I Although mean, Peloton really did clean up with the people being stuck at home and not being able to go to gyms and yeah things but like come that. on you know equipment that you have and you purchase that mm-hmm. hangs out in your home mm-hmm. yeah that's never been a long-term mm-hmm. solution for most people unless you have a big enough house where you have your own private gym yeah these things end up being closing i just remember they had <laughs> i just remember they had that commercial that it was like this married couple and the woman is young and thin. She's clearly a model and the husband gives her a Peloton and she's like, Oh my gosh, honey, thank you. I swear I'll, Oh, I'm going to work so hard, which kind of grossly gives the, a shade of like, is he telling her she needs to lose weight? Yeah. And then the commercial is like, she works and she works and she works and she works and she sweats and she's very dedicated and she looks literally exactly the same because again, she's a model at the end of this like trial run or whatever, but you know, presumably she's got all this self-confidence, whatever. I mean, that's great. And I get that for, for, diets and exercise and self-improvement, the aspirational is is always what's going to be represented, right? It's why it's why I, as a young looking 50-year-old woman, get calls to to play 65-year-olds <laughs> all the time. I don't look 65. I mean, what does even 65 look like? I, I don't mean, even know. You know anymore. what I mean? But I'm just like, wh- wh- why aren't you reading a woman in her sixties for that role, you know, again, because advertising is aspirational. So my, if I were to resolve to do anything, it would be to listen less to social media and advertising and the things that quite frankly, 
try to make us feel bad to right. to buy their and I mean again I'm not dissing like exercise equipment or you know Nordic track or Peloton I I don't care I bet if you do want to sponsor us uh, please let us know <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to villainize them I, but I'm thinking at, we as a society do in part do it to ourselves or, or we allow it to happen right. resolve to tell other people how to do things less. Yeah. Or and, maybe and by resolve- that, I just mean that, you know, if you're, if you're that person who's always giving advice about how somebody might be able to improve themselves, that's really where we're going with this, right? Yeah. Like, because that pressure is, you know, it's already happening naturally yeah. by just being out there in the world. And as soon as you just say, you know, maybe it's even under the guise of telling everybody that you're not doing it anymore. I'm not eating this and I've given yeah. up that. And and behind the scenes of all of that, whatever it is, is this underlying truth that you are nobody unless you can do it perfectly. Yeah, that's that you will you will fail at your resolution if you are not only if you are on your quintessential resolute diet mm-hmm. and you aren't perfect, then you might as well just quit. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes back to the why, doesn't it, Buffy? It's like, wh- right. who are you losing weight for? Right? right. Who are you trying to exercise every day for? I, I guess, I guess I just always figure it's a foregone conclusion that <laughs> anything, I, I'm not going to put anything too hard on my plate because I've got so much going on already. But, you know, the whys, I, you know, for me, I do want to realize a goal of home ownership. And the why is because I've had housing insecurity for the last mm-hmm. decade. And that those are longer and more traumatic stories than we need to go into now. But it's a very real, it's a very real why for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but the other thing that I think is better to, to think about is looking at the last few years we've had, we've been collectively traumatized by the pandemic, by police brutality, by the constant policing of women's bodies. And, you know, four years of a vaguely human-shaped hairball that got (laughs) coughed up into the White House and sexual harassment, harassment of disabled people. Like, I think what's most important for me is to start cleaning that away, you know? And so having less relevance. I want to just, I want to, I want to, I want to work against all of that. Right. want to do better. I want to make sure I tell people I love them. I want to make sure I respect everyone that crosses my path. I want to make sure that, you know, unless it's uh, go fuck yourself, Trump, then no. But anybody else? Well, no, there's well, a couple we could more. All, I mean, if we're here to make resolutions, I think all of us can make a resolution to be kinder to I people. I think so. And to the weigh way. the real impacts of things and and the importance of others in our lives. Yeah. And you know what's super kind to people in your lives? Getting vaccinated. 
Yeah, we still have a million people in Minnesota not yep, vaccinated. 40% of Americans. 40% of Americans are still not It's almost half. That's crazy talk. I think so too. Resolve to get vaccinated and do for others. Resolve to get educated on things that maybe you only had a peripheral vision of. Yeah. That you thought that you knew more of, but you were just getting it from a meme. Yeah. You know, resolve to... Um, you know, keep your car clean or something that's right. Easier. It's little stuff. It's little baby stuff. So if you if you one time a day send a text message to somebody saying, "I'm thinking about you. How are you doing? I hope you're well." Even just send a heart emoji, right? Do that to for a new person every single day. Just go down your list. Don't have to explain why. You can just say like, "I hope you're doing well. I'm thinking about you." One. That's going to raise your serotonin level (laughs) and you don't know who might really need that message that day. Yeah. If you're perusing social media, some of the things I think most people are profoundly interested in are, are the stories of random kindness. Yeah. The, the guy that texts or gets a text from somebody and ends up, you know, for the next six years going to Thanksgiving (laughs) or whatever. I do too. I mean, because those are just, you know, that reach out piece. I mean, seek to understand uh, other people's human emotions. Uh, if you're feeling stress and pressure regarding, you know, woke culture for whatever it is, maybe it's really sitting inside and thinking about what it might mean to be in somebody else's shoes. Yeah. If only for a moment. Yeah. That just shifts ourselves. So, you know, what I think we're saying as part of this is how about less about the superficial you and more about the world and yeah. that we live in and the people that are a part of that. It's yeah. been very exhausting to be part of this constant yeah. and continuous couple stress of, ago, of yeah. A couple weeks ago we interviewed someone for the chamber keystone and she said something that's really stuck with me ever since, which is, the question you need to ask yourself is what do you want to be remembered for? Right. I that was that was What do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for being like a really kind person. I want to be remembered for being an authentic person. I wish people remembered that I was a really good actor, but they don't. So <laughs> That's not going to happen. Uh, but I mean, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How about if I said, you're not going to probably be a surgeon, but can you still be remembered as a great actor? You still can. I th- well, that, that, I think that might be a subject for a different time. All right. We'll uh, have that on time. time. Fa- failure, failure is going to yeah. be the subject of, of that podcast. Well, but no, I do think, I, I certainly think that, um, when I leave this world that people aren't indifferent and that people remember me fondly right? and do so often. And I don't think that can be done without that emotional presence. So, so even if they don't like it, I'm still going to tell people that I love them and I'm still <laughs> going to <laughs> uh, tell them that they're great and that uh, I hope they feel supported and seen by me. What about you? Well, I want to be remembered as somebody who m- removed barriers for people. 
it is something that I enjoy doing, you know, creating the path, even if it's a little rocky, like being, if I can, is there some way for me to make it easier for people? Mm. And what does that really look like? It's sometimes it is the little things. Can I pick something up for somebody? Can I, um, you know, go and get something? Can I teach them something that I know about finance, for instance? And, and I love doing that, you know, just random things. I know things about student loans and I know mm-hmm. about investing and yeah, I know about, you know, th- stuff that I can really help. I can make connections for people who are, are struggling with something that's really critical and important to them. Uh, and, and the more and more barriers that I remove, the happier I become. Then sometimes those barriers are overwhelming, even for me. And that's frustrating. Yeah. Right. But I, I continue to resolve to be that person. And I do also have to think about, you know, sort of my own kindness factor. Am I truly changing the way I think about things for people Mm -hmm. and am I being positive or negative in that world? I, I do believe that, that it's human nature for people to remember you for a moment in time. And as your time goes by and you evolve into a different person, that those first people might still think you to be a certain way. Mm, yeah. So I do resolve to try and change my viewpoint of others that I've placed in that time, mm. which is not easy, by no, the it's way. Not. I mean, we see people and we default to whatever we believe they were. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, but I struggle. I mean, I, I you know, the, I don't think they listen to this. So I could say, I mean, I think my siblings, for instance, really still believe that I'm the bossy, you know, sister who tells them what to do all the time. Uh, I have worked so hard not to be that person with them forever. Um, they would likely not know the difference though yet, mm-hmm. you know, so, so I'm hoping to be remembered as, as somebody who, who really wasn't that person anymore. That's great. So what we're saying is maybe not all resolutions are bad, but we need to look at why right. we're making them. and. The vi- and and being sensible about not overwhelming ourselves right with it and, and maybe- watching and watching how superficial those things might be right in terms question of- the why yeah yeah why am I doing this who who does it who is it who is it for right who does it make better and how is it in service of how I want to be remembered when I right when I leave. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go on. This is our first episode of the year. We are excited to be back. We're going to do a lot of talking about some big, important topics coming Mm -hmm. up and some more light and fun topics as well, but always with the intention of lifting up our voices, women, female identifying persons, uh, marginalized, LGBTQ persons of color. It's just, we, we want everybody to do better. We, we want to be (laughs) the tide that lifts all boats. That's right. And it's not too late to give us some content. No. If you have some of your own, send us an email at hello at rockwhatyougotlive.com or to our amazing staff at any of our social media sites at rockwhatyougot, rockwhatyougotlive R W Y G M N at Twitter, <laughs> um, LinkedIn, wherever you can find us, and our team will 
get that over to us and we'll start tackling some of those really tough conversations that we're going to have. I love it. And we're going to keep, here's what we're going to do. We're going to resolve to keep talking about it because when we keep bringing these things up, we can affect change. Love it. If only for a moment. That's right. I love it. I love you. I love you too. Thank you. Welcome to 2022. Welcome 2022. All right. Thanks everybody. Tell a friend. Yeah, listen to our podcast yeah, this year. Yeah, listen to our podcast <laughs> this year. Okay, take care. Happy January. We're going to talk about it. 